This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, EA's joke on Twitter caused an outrage on the internet. Lena Headey sued her agency for not being included in Thor 4. Taron Egerton wants to play Wolverine in the MCU. And James Cameron may not direct Avatar 4 and 5. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, a joke made by EA official Twitter account making fun of single-player games did not go well for the company, and the internet's reaction forced the company to address its mistake. Getting on board with a popular meme, EA tweeted, There are 10, but they only like single-player games. The tweet in itself was a little odd, given that EA itself publishes plenty of single-player games, including Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Sims 4. But what started as perhaps just a poorly chosen joke escalated once the post gained traction. Twitter users, including the head of EA's Respawn Entertainment, Vince Zampella, YouTuber Jacksepticeye, and a Game Awards host, Jeff Keighley, all shared in the disparagement in the replies, while plenty of others made fun of and criticized EA in retaliation. Some tweets compared Jedi Fallen Order with EA's multiplayer Star Wars game, Battlefront 2, which was heavily criticized when it's launched for its microtransactions and loot box system, while others pointed out that EA has recently announced a remake of the single-player Dead Space and another single-player game, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. The mostly negative 10,000 quote tweets and nearly 9,000 replies prompted EA itself to acknowledge the blunder. Four hours after the original post, the company tweeted, Roast well deserved. We take this L because playing single-player games actually makes them an 11. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Lena Headey is reportedly being sued by her former agency for $1.5 million over unpaid commission fees relating to several projects, including her cut Thor Love and Thunder role. Variety reports that UK agency Troika, who previously represented Hedy, has filed a lawsuit against the actor over the outstanding commission fees connected to multiple projects. The agency is seeking $1.5 million in total, which includes $500,000, around 7% of her fee for her earnings on Thor 4, though she does not appear in the final cut of the Marvel movie. According to court documents obtained by the outlet, Hedy joined Troika in 2005 
and remained on their books until 2020, the same year the agency rebranded as YMU. However, the company claims that Hedy owes them a hefty commission under the terms of their agreement, while Hedy alleges that she never actually signed a contract with Troika. Hedy also claims that Troika was not involved in the negotiations regarding her now-axed role on Thor Love and Thunder, as director Taika Waititi personally reached out to her about the part. In addition to her MCU fees, the agency is set to be seeking at least $300,000 from her lead role on Nine Bullets and $650,000 for her titular role on scrapped Showtime series Rita. Hedy has allegedly disputed all of Troika's claims for these commission fees in her legal filings, asserting that the agency has been correctly paid up for the projects they had a hand in while they represented her. It's also noted that Troika wasn't her sole agent and therefore didn't lead all negotiations because she was simultaneously signed with CAA in the US. It's unclear why Hedy's role was cut from Marvel's upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, but she wasn't the only actor to have scenes removed during post-production. Christian Bale recently told Presner a scenario that he had filmed scenes with Peter Dinklage's Dwarf King Itiri and Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster, but both encounters ended up as deleted scenes. In addition to these cut cameos, some scenes with the existing cast also ended up on the cutting room floor. Bale, who will be making his MCU debut as Gord the God Butcher in Thor Love and Thunder, said that one scene was excluded because it was deemed a little too extreme for the movie, while plans for a Kate Bush dance scene also never came to fruition. Thor Love and Thunder is released right now and sees Chris Hemsworth's character take on Gore with the help of Natalie Portman's Jane Foster, a.k.a. Mighty Thor, who wields the Mjolnir. Up next, IGN reports that Taron Egerton, most famous for playing Eggsy in the Kingsman franchise, is still hoping to play Wolverine and has even met with Marvel about it, including company president Kevin Feige. Though it's currently unconfirmed if a traditional series of X-Men films is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Disney's purchase of 20th Century Fox means they're probably on the way, just like the Fantastic Four film is. If the X-Men do join the MCU, Edgerton is eager to fill the boots of perhaps the most iconic X-Men character, Wolverine, succeeding the role previously played by the just-as-iconic Hugh Jackman. Speaking to the New York Times, Edgerton said he'd be a little reluctant to take over from Jackman, but he still wants to try. I'd be excited, but I'd be apprehensive as well, because Hugh is so associated with that role, 
And I wonder if it be very difficult for someone else to do it, Edgerton said. But hopefully, if it does come around, they'll give me a shot. Even the potential cast of an X-Men MCU project are therefore unaware if it's happening, and they're joined by longtime X-Men producer Simon Kinberg, who told IGN earlier this year that he has no idea if it's happening. He agreed that it's hard to imagine someone other than Jackman in the role, though, but he's wholeheartedly in Feige's ability in creating the MCU. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that the next Avatar film, Avatar The Way of Water, is only a few months away, and its follow-up is set for 2024, and director James Cameron already has big plans for the next two. Unfortunately, he might not be the one who directs them. Speaking to Empire, Cameron says the Avatar films themselves are kind of all-consuming. I've got some other things I'm developing as well that are exciting. I think eventually over time, I don't know if that's after three or after four, I'll want to pass the baton to a director that I trust to take over so I can go do some other stuff and that I'm also interested in. Or maybe not. I don't know. Cameron's passion for the films and the worlds he has created is undeniable. Everything I need to say about family, about sustainability, about climate, about the natural world, the themes that are important to me in real life and in my cinematic life, I can say this on canvas. Cameron continues, I got more excited as I went along. Movie 4 is a corker. I actually hope I get to make it. Only time will tell if Cameron will dedicate even more of his time to the world he's so lovingly created. His dedication has been felt through both the story and on the technical side of things where he mastered the challenge of underwater motion capture. Despite the length of time that has passed since the first movie was released, fans seemed eager for part two. The trailer that was released in May had more views in 24 hours than all the most recent Star Wars films. Avatar The Way of Water released 13 years after the original on December 15, 2022. It follows Jake Sully and Neytiri who have formed a family they'll do anything to keep together. Gamers also have Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, a first-person open-world action-adventure video game adaptation from Ubisoft to look forward to. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. 
And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.